The Show Me the Money on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is presented by WinBet. WinBet is now live in A-Z-C-O-I-N-L-O-L-A-M-I-N-J-N-Y-T-N-N-V-A. From boosted same-game parlays to live in-game odds, WinBet has what you need to win. Sign up today and bet $100 and get $100 at sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash winbet. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash winbet. That's W-Y-N-N-B-E-T. State restrictions apply. We're also brought to you by a new show debuting on our lovely SGPN network today or this week. NASCAR Gambling Podcast, Pat. Yes. Welcome to the family, NASCAR Gambling. Am I allowed to say I really wanted this? Podcast. I'm just a girl from a trailer park who had a podcast. Roxy Sorkin, your father just won the Academy Award. I'm going to have to insist on some respect from your podcast. I just want to thank every podcast I've ever met in my entire life. I'd like to dedicate this podcast to Miles Davis, uh, Robert Mitchum, uh, Shorty Smith, Joe Vitrano, Ray Kramer, Rupert Cross, uh, J.T. Walsh, and Luana Anders. Sorry, no. There's a mistake. Show Me the Money Podcast. You guys want best podcast. All right, guys, welcome to the Show Me the Money. We are your guide to gambling on the movies. I'm your host, Nick the Father Turner. I am Pat the Hat Stango, and I'm excited about everything we have on tap for this episode. It's a huge, Buddy, huge episode. We have a big, big episode because we've been lying in wait for a month. Yes, yes. Outside of the Oscar nominations, there's been nothing very exciting on this front, but this the lull is over, Pat. Yes, so starting now, we have something to bet on in this awards race every weekend. New award every shows week. every weekend up to the Oscars. I love it. So last week, we uh, we did our picks for PGA Awards, yes. which is a very small I believe there's three categories. Yes. If you're not Best counting director. TV and, and the web, then yes. And I don't. No. The web, Pat? I don't know if the PGA lowers themselves to that. But I didn't see I, anything for the web. Yeah. But I, 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 am, I am excited for Broad City's chances from mm-hmm. 15 years. Mm-hmm. Okay. So uh, we, talk, we, we, uh, we gave you our picks for that last week, but they are this Saturday. It was a little early, but we were in the doldrums. Pat. Right, right. So today we're going to be giving you our BAFTAs picks. But before I, I get into that, uh, we also talked a little about some... Uh, some uh, prop Super bets Bowl. for the big game, yeah. Right, Super oh, Bowl prop bets. So. Yeah, and we're allowed to yeah. call it the Super Bowl on Sports Gambling Podcast Network. We don't have to call it the big game. Oh, sure. So are you not allowed to say that if this was uh, on, say, uh, iHeartRadio? Right, right. Well, like on my other podcast, the B.O. Boys, we make sure to say the big game because we, we don't want to get sued. Oh, well, you guys are you guys are the most nervous about being sued of any podcast that has no chance to be sued. Well, it hasn't happened yet, so so far we're right. Um, you know, I've signed um, you know more than a few NDAs mm-hmm. on my time in the biz, and I have never heard of anyone getting sued for speaking out on their NDA uh, okay. at the level of my NDA signings. Well, I'm not I'm not signing any Marvel NDAs. Right, 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 right. But you know some stuff. And and I'm um, that that's <laughs> exciting for you. The info's out. Um, but we did make Super Bowl. I could say it's Super Bowl bets. So yeah. how did you do? How did you do on your on your bets? Um, Pat, I'm going to be honest with you. I lose. I have a tendency to lose one hundred dollars. Okay. On the Super Bowl. Okay. That's usually the outcome. Anytime I bet on anything that's not the Oscars, I lose. Okay. The Grammys, I lose. Super Bowl, I lose. So I did not go hard. I, mm-hmm. I barely bet. I bet $5 on the Eagles, Pat. $5, that's it. That's all that's you bet. That's all I bet. Wow. Yeah. What about you? I bet $50 total. I on bet 35 of that on the Chiefs. So oh I won that one. They got double my money there. So here, then I did a couple of prop bets. Oh, I bet... $5 that someone would return a punt or kickoff for a touchdown, and I came within five yards of that happening. Wow. So close. Yeah. It should have happened. The dude just slowed up at the end for no reason. I don't know why he did that to me. 
Um, so I would have won that. He probably had bet the uh, the under. Oh, a hundred percent. It's all crooked, but we love it. It's sports. We love it. But the other prop bet I did was I bet on something that said game winning walk off field goal at the end of regulation, and I bet ten dollars on that. And then oh, the game God. ended with a game-winning field goal at the end of well, regulation, but it wasn't <laughs> a walk-off. It wasn't a walk-off. But so they didn't get. And, I, and the moment that the kick happened in the game, that when that field goal was hit, I thought, "Wow, I won my Chiefs bet, and I won this kicking bet." Patty, you saw the clock. But it, I forgot to read the fine print, I guess. Yeah. And it said walk off. In my head, yeah. I had told myself it said game winning field goal. Yeah. And it and I didn't win that one. But in the end, I ended up coming out plus twenty dollars because I hey, got my Chiefs back. That's so. great. So yeah, obviously the Eagles did not win. Right. So at the end of the game, I noticed I had a two dollar bump in my money oh. on Bovada got weird fishy um it was because uh two weeks prior i had made a one dollar bet on the chiefs to win look at that so so i won a dollar ten or whatever so past nick helping out future nick that's right so i was only down less than three dollars pat good for you you didn't lose a hundred dollars so you were basically considered a big loss and i spent the night on a bridge okay but it's you're just looking for places to sleep for the future. Well, yeah. I uh, eventually I found I figured out under the bridge would be better. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's classic move. That way you're blocked from the rain. You'll figure it out. Right, and no one's driving by. Right, right, right. No, there's a lot of advantages to under you know, the bridge. Most that's going to happen to you down there is you'll get shivved by competition. Right, right. But it's but it's healthy, healthy competition. Yeah. Yeah, I could take it. Yeah. I have an advantage over a lot of people living under that bridge. I'm not addicted to crack. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I've always and said that, that about you. Like, and whenever I'm out with people, I, they're like, "How's the podcast going?" I'm like, Nick's not addicted to crack, so good yeah. podcast partner. Hey, Pat. Yeah. It's my my show, so I can plug whenever I want. Right. Go for it. What do you got? My, uh, my I'm doing stand up this weekend in in Denver, Colorado, Pat. Wow! At the Denver Comedy Lounge, uh, at eight and ten this Friday night, February seventeenth, and six, eight, and ten. Uh, maybe it's seven, nine on Friday. Couldn't matter less. Mm-hmm. People will come when it is. Yeah, yeah. No one doesn't come to something because it's an hour earlier or later. Right, right. You're telling they, jokes the whole night. They walk in, they'll get a joke. Get in there. If you miss three shows on a Saturday night, what time did you think things were? Right, right, right. You right. can watch it from 6 p.m. to midnight. So get get there within there. Right, right. Yeah, you Denver walk Comedy in at Lounge. 3 in the morning, no. but Don't yeah. come there. Yeah. I mean, I'll still be there because uh, Headliner gets to drink for free. Mm, that's where the- But that's, you can't get in. You'll mm. be waving at the window, and I'll be too drunk to open. Mm, I'd pay to see that. Well, that costs twenty bucks. So it's the Denver. What is what is the club again, Nick? Denver Comedy Lounge. Nice Friday and Saturday, and then in, on Sunday I'll be in Boulder, Colorado, the Boulder Comedy Show. Uh, and uh, that's what's going on. And um, on March eleventh, I'll be in Santa Cruz and Salem. I'll be uh, Salem, Oregon. I'll be there um, on uh, March seventeenth, and uh, I've got a bunch of more dates coming. So, Nick, I. Uh, I haven't seen your comedy act in a while. It's been a few so, years. But yeah. these days, how much of your live stand-up performance is specifically about the BAFTAs, the SAG Awards, the road to the Oscars? Is it 80% of I'll your material? I'll be with you. So, you know, I, I've been lying dormant. You know, mm-hmm. my, my comedy prowess, I've been lying in wait. I've been uh, raising my child. Right, right. But that's over. Oh, he's on his own now. The child has been raised. Yes. So it's nice. I get my days back, my nights back. Mm-hmm. So I'm back mm-hmm. on the scene. And um, my first spot last week, first spot back after a couple months, I, um, I opened with a bit about tar. Oh, this, this is, is true. good. 
Um, Jared Logan, the famous Jared Logan from Best Week Ever, you know him. Oh, of course. You love him. And Kara Clank, the famous Kara Clank from Girl Code. You know her, you love her. Yes, of course. Um, and uh, they are married and they have a show at Bar Bandini here in mm-hmm. sunny Los Angeles, Wednesday night. It's called Better Half. Mm-hmm. Celebrity you couple. You understand the connection. Yep. And they opened up and uh, with uh, Jared asking the audience if he should watch Tar. Okay. So I went on a rant when I got up there. It was five people later, but they remembered. Mm-hmm. Uh, I went on a rant about people asking questions like that. Because people always ask questions like that. Should I watch Tar? <laughs> should, the only thing I know about it. Is that it's up for best picture, best actress, director, writer, uh, maker, right. <laughs> whatever. Score. Uh, I looked Everyone it up on this. Rotten Tomatoes. It got a 98. Is that good? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Should I watch that? That's. It's just the questions has been answered. Right. Right. We figured it out. Yes. Watch Tar. It's free. Pat. Right. 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 I We're talking about it on this show every like- week. Of course, watch it. Of course, watch of it. Course what are you talking it. about? Oh, I'm sorry. The um, I guess the the filmmaker only has a perfect three in a row. Right. I guess the star might win her third Oscar for it. Right. I mean, wh- listen. I oh, love. Should Jer- I watch it, Pat? I I love Jared Logan, one of the funniest men alive. Great man, but of course, watch Tar. Jared, what are you asking this audience? Yeah. What if? Well, you I eviscerated this man at his own show. Yeah. And the audience loved it. Yeah. They took my side, and they all vowed never to come back to that show if, unless I was on it. He's He learned an important lesson, which is you just watch Tar. You don't have to ask people whether you should or not. And I think Can Jared's going to be- Can you hear my baby be, screaming from the other room? I do not hear your baby screaming okay, right good, now. Okay, good, because he's been raised. He doesn't scream anymore. That's great. And if the thing with your baby is if he's screaming, as long as it's not being picked up on the mic, it's fine. Doesn't count. Yeah. Dump yeah. didn't see it. Don't have to check on it. As long as it's not on the podcast, it doesn't matter. So, uh, so Pat, the yes. biggest uh, Super Bowl prop bet we for, we haven't talked about. Yeah. You know what I'm going for. Well, are we going to, the big one that we were pushing last episode, the Joe yeah, McHale? Yeah, Gatorade. Oh, oh the, well, oh, that too. The, but the, yes, Gatorade first. Okay. Then Joel McHale. So what color was it? I forgot to yeah. even notice it when it was happening. So what do you remember? What were the the, the leaders we were talking well, about? Well, you were big into red, right? I feel like... Well, no, I wanted red, but we agreed that there couldn't be red because it looks like blood. Right, and right. it's never red. Right. Did we go with a green being one of them because of the Eagles colors? Yeah, I think blue, green, yellow, those... I think green and yellow actually were the same color. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because they're hard to decipher. Yeah. So, um... I think we disqualified, know, like, like black raspberry flavor, sure. things like that. Yeah, it wasn't going to be anything I mean, off. you know, because Brown. Super Bowl's so white. Right, right. So, the winner, Pat, was purple. Was purple? Yeah. Wow. It wasn't that far behind, but... Yeah, yeah. There's only so many colors. Um, yeah. Purple, though, I, I definitely I, I wasn't Never pushing purple last years. week. No, no. Okay, so that's fun. We all had a good time there. Yeah. Um, we also were uh, we were betting on uh, whether Joel McHale would show up, and you know what, Pat? I'm not sure how to to quantify it because he popped up to intro his show. But not from the stands. That well, we were saying it would be in the stands. So the commercial yeah, so for animal practice stand. doesn't count. We I thought for sure Fox would spring to put him in a skybox to promote animal practice. And I think this is a bad sign for the future of that television show that they did not spring. Right, he to couldn't put. get tickets to the Super Bowl. Yeah. It's rough. It's rough. I think that show's getting yanked after two episodes. The fact that so, he wasn't in the skybox, but I talked to victim Brooks Whelan. Okay, who's um, as pilot we all know, was famously rejected, and yeah. Animal Control was his show. Right, <laughs> it was supposed to be where his show is. Yeah. So, um, and in their promo, they have uh, the the lead being uh, being uh, squeezed to death by a, a yellow rock python, which was the opening scene of Brooks's show. Famously, yeah. Famously. So at Brooks's um, Super Bowl party, he said, uh, we went to separate parties, but everybody at his party 
when the animal control commercials came on, they hooted and hollered and laughed at the top of their lungs and made comments like, now this is comedy. Wow. Finally, Fox got one right. Wow. And that's love. Oh, you're saying community. that was a good thing to do. Okay. That's that's the nicest way to do that. I yeah, think. yeah. There's nothing else you can do. Just right. be like, oh, Brooks, why don't you go cry in the bathroom? Right, no, right. have some fun with us. We're all successful. You got close. Right. Isn't this fun? Right. And he loved it. I, I think next time you see Brooks, tell him that I said animal practice is all is going to be canceled in two episodes. They didn't send Joel McHale to sit in the Super Bowl. That show has no chance. So he dodged a bullet, honestly. Okay. No, for sure, because the last thing you want is just one season on Fox. No, I would never wish that on, on anyone. Not in a million years. Okay, Pat. Patty. Yes. Yes. Are you ready mm-hmm. to get into the BAFTAs? This is a big I one. I feel like we haven't talked at, about anything in a month. Well, the thing Not is... for real. It's been a lot of long-term speculation, but now we got something that's happening this Sunday. This Sunday, February Like, the 19th. PGA Awards are this Saturday, but they're not exciting. No, no, no. I mean, the stars will be at the BAFTAs. You can't bet. Well, I guess you can bet on BetUS. Okay, so as far as we know, um, there are there is only betting opportunity on the BAFTAs on Bovada currently. Wow. R.I.P. Pat's chances to bet on the BAFTAs. God, New York, get your act together and get Bovada back in here. This is ridiculous. Well, I'm blaming you. I, I don't. I doubt you've even texted Greg to see if you could get a, a Bovada account working. I have not. I have not. I. You know what? But uh, this feels like this is reason enough to get something together this week. I am going to get on that and get an LA okay. person to let me get on that. Uh, okay. You know a few. Yeah, I know some L.A. people. But, yeah, this is huge. I mean, the thing about the BAFTAs is the voting body does overlap a lot with the Academy Awards. It's a lot of the same actors, writers, directors, film people. They both have U.S. and British film citizenship. So this could tell Mm -hmm. us a lot about how the Oscars are going to go, aside from also betting on the BAFTAs itself. Uh, For sure. Okay, so uh, which way do you want to go through this? Let's go. Yeah. Let's go through. I've got, and I'll send this to you right now. I'm looking at the current BAFTAs uh, nominations list. Why don't we start at the top oh, yeah. with best film? Okay, uh, best film, and I'm going to follow along with Bovada. Got uh, it. Just so we have those. Give us some odds. So there's best film and then there's outstanding British film. I think let's let's only focus on best film because I don't want to get into the nationalism thing of British films. Come on. So best film. The nominees are All Quiet on the Western Front, Banshees of Inisherin, Elvis, Everything Everywhere All at Once, and Tar. So all of those movies have Oscar nominations for best picture. Do you do you have a read? What do you think the British Academy is going to be most inclined to go for? Yeah, so I think that people get caught up in the fact that these are British awards. Okay. And so they think suddenly there's going to be a Brit winning every category. Mm-hmm. But that's not the, what happens. Mm-hmm. Uh, Pat, let's look at past uh, BAFTA best pictures, okay? Oh, that's a great idea. Okay, best picks. Okay, so here we go. BAFTA award for best film Wikipedia. Is Wikipedia great or not? Throw them, throw them a few dollars next time you see that ad. I almost do that every time they ask for it. Almost. I haven't yet, but I, I've considered it every time. What would our lives be like without Wikipedia? Oh, we'd be so stupid. It'd be insane. I'm, I, we'd be like trying to look through IMDb. Insanity. Yeah. IMDb is the single worst layout of any website in the history of film. We'd have to pull out our Encyclopedia Britannica's and go to the BAFTA book. Okay. Hey. Last year, uh, Power of the Dog won. Okay, so that that's a little... Because that movie is British. Yes, and did not line up with the Oscars. In fact, the winner 
was not even nominated for the BAFTA. Coda was not nominated last year. Right. Oh, yes. Big, big, big. Okay, so that's the only way that won. So that's not that's not happening this year because the, the things that aren't nominated uh, wouldn't have won any, anyway, like Spielberg. Yeah. I mean, I'm looking at the last- Nomadland like, won the year before. Same as the Oscar. It has been- Not, not British. That is the only one- that lined up, you'd have to go all the way back to 2013 to 12 Years a Slave was the other time that the BAFTA Best Film lined up with what won wow, the Best Picture Oscar. True. So they do not match up very often. The years before that, the the 2012 Argo lined up, 2011 The Artist lined up, 2010 King's Speech lined up, Hurt Locker 2009 lined up, Slumdog Millionaire. So... The BAFTAs used to be an incredible predictor of Best Picture, and then basically 2014 on fell totally off a cliff, where Nomadland is the only one that lined up in the last, like, nine years. Okay, so what you're telling me is that anything could win this. I'm looking anything at could this. Win this. I'm yeah. looking at, at these names of these movies, and I really do think anything could win. But... As you know, only one of the, the films is truly British. Right. Great British. Mm-hmm. Baking off. Um, the Banshees of Inisherin, which is currently in the lead at minus 200, Pat. Yeah. Do you think that that is accurate? Minus 200? What would you put that at? God, I don't see it being that much of a favorite. This feels like such a pick here. Honestly, I think that Banshees is probably the favorite, and I'd say All Quiet feels like the only one that can't win. Um, I think that this... I, listen, I would bet Banshees here if I just had a bet, um, but I really do think Best Film is totally up in the air at the Baptist. Everything other than All Quiet, I think, has a shot at winning. Listen, right. I'm an Elvis guy. I think Elvis could win this one. Okay, well, then you are going to be delighted, Pat. Okay. In second place, Everything Everywhere All at Once, plus 150. Mm-hmm. In third place, All Quiet on the Western Front, plus 1,000. It's already 1,000. Wow. This is. They say this is a two-movie race. Wow, wow, wow. Number four, Tar, plus 1,200, Pat. Wow. Now, as we all know, Tar is a British film. Well, Kate Blanchett is famously British. Right. So that's a British film. Mm-hmm. Why can't that be the film? And then Elvis, Pat, you are going to shit your pants. What did they put? It on? is at Andrea Riseborough numbers plus 3,300. But Baz Luhrmann, the director, is British. It, it's such a possibility, Pat. This might be uh, something you've got to throw a few ducats at. I think, yeah, if I'm putting money in this category, I think I'm putting underdog money on Elvis. Yeah. Um, I I am surprised everything is... I don't think everything everywhere all at once has a, a real chance to win this category. I don't feel it at all for the BAFTAs. Also, I would, uh, you know, especially because they don't have overlap anymore. Right. And... Everything Everywhere All at Once is definitely going to win the Oscar. So it, it's out of the running here. Yes, it's true. that The movie that you think is going to win Best Picture at the Oscar, you should definitely not bet on for the BAFTA. Okay, Pat. Yeah. Here's what I think people should do. Okay. All right. You got 30 bucks. Okay, mm-hmm. 40 bucks. Let's say you want to put 40 bucks on this category. Okay. You put 30 on Banshees of Inisherin. Mm-hmm. And then you're going to get back $45. Mm-hmm. And so, uh, and then you put the other 10 on tar. And if that wins, you'll get back $120. Either okay. way, if nothing else wins and one of those two movies wins, you've won. See, I would just put it all on Elvis. That? Yeah, well, there has to be something we're not taking into account, Pat. Yeah, I would put a couple of bucks on Elvis here. Um, and I, I always like your strategy of put something on the front runner so that if it does come up, you get okay, some money this, back. Pat? Yeah. 
forty dollars on this category. You got fifty. You got forty dollars, right? Yeah. So twenty five bucks on Banshees of Inisherin. Twenty eight mm. bucks on Banshees of Inisherin. Okay. And then six each on Tar and Elvis. Oh, I like that. Then the, you'll definitely still come out on top. I like that a lot. I because I don't think everything's gonna win. I don't think all quiet's gonna win, and I don't think. Uh, yeah, I think Banshees, Elvis, I think and buying the right to go crazy on another, uh, on another um, nominee is is a pretty good strategy in in ones like this. Yes. Yes. Yeah, putting that smart Banshee's money allows you to put also put Elvis money in there. And then once Elvis hits, like the the Banshee's money doesn't even register. No, because you have won so much Elvis money. Yeah. All right. So uh we've got some good strategies there. Let's move on. All right. Let's uh, tell stay, us about director. Let's go to director. So the nominees are Edward Berger, All Quiet, McDonough for Banshees. Uh, Park Chan-wook for Decision to Leave, The Daniels for Everything Everywhere, Todd Field for Tar, and then Gina Prince-Blythewood for The six. Woman King. There's six, six nominees. nominees in, in every category except for Best Picture and Best Outstanding British Film. Well, yeah, I mean, that's very nice. Get inclusion. You know, I like get, that. Get more people in there. I'm down for it. six. Yep. All right. Anything... Uh, the the Daniels are the leaders with minus one twenty five with Martin McDonough mm-hmm. at plus one twenty five, so they're pretty close. Yeah, those are your two front runners. What do you think? So I mean, just again looking at the last few years, they've done better here matching up. They got Jane Campion last year, Chloe Zhao the year before. They were off with Mendes instead of Boon uh, Bong Joon Ho. They got Quoran that year, Del Toro, Chazelle, and Yuritu. So they've been a decent predictor in the best director category these last eight, nine years. Yeah, which, so it was last year they did not get it, right? Last year. No, they did. They got Jane Campion. Oh, Jane Campion Because she win? did win okay. director for the Oscars. Okay. She did win best picture. Um, so they, so I, Sam Mendes did not. Sam Mendes is their miss in the last like eight years, yeah. So otherwise, okay, wow. director is okay, so pretty great. lined up pretty well. So it is it is a little bit of who do you think is the favorite for the Oscars? So I think you get rid of Edward Berger, All Quiet. You get rid of Park Chan Wook. You get rid of right. Gina Prince Blythewood. Probably right. get rid of Todd Field. I mean, it's the Daniels or Martin McDonough. I think McDonough here. I mean, I think there's a little bit of the local. I, I'd be surprised if okay. everything everywhere is the taste of the BAFTAs. Okay, Pat. Yes. Um, I want to give you my push for uh, the Daniels to win. Okay. Give it to me. Okay. Um, if we think that this category will likely have crossover with the Oscars, mm-hmm. the Daniels are at minus 160. And Martin McDonough is at plus 1,400. Mm-hmm. That is so... So unlikely to see Martin McDonough as best director at the Oscars. Right. That I think we cannot consider him. And I think that the Daniels is the choice. But if you look at where the BAFTAs got it wrong in this category a few years ago, they went with Sam Mendes for 1917. He didn't win the Oscar. But what's the similarity? They went with the local boy. You know, they went with the British boy. Sam Mendes, and I think they're going to do the same thing with Mark McDonough, who's like British, he's me, Irish, yeah. whatever. Let me give you my push for Martin McDonough now. Okay. Steven Spielberg is taking up a lot of the air in the Oscar race, mm. which is why Martin McDonough is so far back. Yes. If he was not in the Oscar race, Martin McDonough would easily be, uh, I don't know, closer, but, you know... Still, maybe like plus 800, I would say. Right. But that's still not great. Mm-hmm. But, uh... I, I'm totally... Uh, I totally... I'm, I would still only put money on the Daniels here. I'm sorry. I would go McDonough. I'm going to pick him to win outright. Forget even the okay. odds. Because I totally agree. Spielberg it takes a lot of McDonough votes of just older folks who just like some solid not flashy directing going on here. And I think 
this people who would vote for Spielberg in the Oscars, who can't vote for him in the BAFTAs, they're not going to vote for the Daniels, you know? And I think some of the additions here, like Gina Prince-Blythewood, I think those that is someone who's going to split some votes from the Daniels. I think McDonough has got the path here without Spielberg, plus with Gina Prince-Blythewood. I think that both helps him. He's going to win the BAFTA, and he's a local boy. You know, the British Mm -hmm. love him. Yeah. All right. What's next? All right. So why don't we get into some celebrities, some acting categories here, and let's go into the hot category, leading actress. So the nominees, Mm, best actress. All right. Andrea Riseborough, all my money. Oh, so here's some news for you. She did not campaign to get the BAFTA nomination. She was focused on getting her Oscar nomination. Andrea Riseborough is not up for a BAFTA. Instead, you've got Kate Blanchett for Tar, Viola Davis, Woman King, Daniel Deadweiler, Till, Anna de Armas, Blonde, Emma Thompson for the Hulu film Good Luck to You, Leo Grand, and Michelle Yeoh, Everything Everywhere All at Once. So we've got two nominees here who are not in the Oscar lead actress category, Viola and Daniel Deadweiler. And Emma Thompson, so you've got three Mm -hmm. here, plus three who have gotten Oscar nominations. So, I mean, is it Blanchett and a walk? I feel like, to me, she's even more solid in the BAFTAs than she is in the Oscars. Um, Yeah, she's at minus 300 in the BAFTAs. Mm -hmm. There is really not much confusion here. Michelle Yeoh, plus 250. Danielle Deadweiler, plus 1,000. Viola Davis, plus 2,000. Anna de Armas and Emma Thompson plus twenty five hundred. Yeah, I, I, I'm not feeling a great night for everything everywhere here, and so I think Blanchett is going to run away with this. I, so I don't we see... we think that um, so far everything everywhere will win director. Well, I do. You do. I don't. But yeah. nothing else so far. So far, I mean, listen, we haven't got to supporting actor yet. Well, yeah, that's a doink in every award show. Is Blanchett a doink? Here for the Baptists, do you is there an argument you would make for anyone no. else in this category? No, not even close. No, right? No, not even a little. This is this is a waste of your money. Uh, so just throw some money on Blanchett. You'll make like fifty cents on it. Why not? Yeah, just throw some money on Blanchett. Throw okay. Throw uh, you know a hundred bucks on Blanchett, and then you get you know whatever one hundred thirty bucks. Right. And then you put that money on the Oscars. Yeah, I mean, I think it's max out on Blanchett, whatever the site lets you Yeah, bet. just max it out. Just get some free money, a few bucks. Right. It's like going to the ATM. So let's go to sure. leading actor. Okay. Um, so the nominees are Austin Butler Elvis, Colin Farrell, Banshees, Brendan Fraser, The Whale, Daryl McCormack for Good Luck to You, Leo Grand, Paul Mescal, Aftersun, Bill Nye, Living. So you basically have I- the Oscar 5 plus... Daniel McCorrick. I love this sixth, this sixth place that it's like mm-hmm. it's just someone no one ever talked about. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah okay, so what do you think? Uh, what do you, what do you think? Uh, who's the leader here? I mean, uh, you know, I'm going Colin Farrell here. And what do you think? How, how much of a leader? Um, I mean, I feel like it's probably still close with him and Butler and and uh, uh, Brendan Fraser, but. I think he's the only one who's minus of the three. Is that is that true? Uh, yeah, but let me stop you right there because he is even more of a favorite than Kate Blanchett, and I doubt you were going to say that. Wow. Okay, that that's good to hear. I'm glad to minus hear that. Minus three twenty five. Wow. I mean, we got Brandon Fraser at plus two fifty, Austin Butler at plus six hundred, Paul Mescal at plus twenty two, Bill Nye at plus twenty five. Now. I think this is the final nail in the coffin for Bill Nye. Mm. The fact that he's in fifth place at the BAFTAs, it, I mean... I mean, the final what, nail in his coffin will be the final nail in his actual coffin. So well, that's, He's not that old. He's okay. got another six months. He is Daryl McCormick living. at plus 4,000. Yeah, I mean, this is going to be... If Colin Farrell does win this BAFTA on Sunday, it's... Big because he gets a BAFTA, but it really does, I think, change the discussion of the Best Actor Oscar race because then he will have won a major industry award. 
you know, and there's a lot of overlap with the academy. So this will be huge. If Colin Farrell loses on Sunday, then I think he falls into a deep third. Oh for the yeah, Oscars. no, you he's. I would never put another dollar on that guy. Yeah, so he's he's got the most to lose on Sunday. He has to win. All right, so let's look at recent years. Yeah, last year Will Smith, same yep. winner. Yep. The year before that, Anthony Hopkins, same winner. Famous one. Before that, Joaquin Phoenix, same winner. Yep. Before that, Rami Malek, same winner. Before that, Gary Oldman, that's different. Casey Affleck, before that, same winner. Mm-hmm. Leonardo DiCaprio, The Revenant, No, Gary, o- Gary Oldman, same winner in 2017. Gary oh, Oldman won win. for Darkest Hour, yeah. Uh, okay. Um, did Leonardo... So Leonardo DiCaprio won, too. Same winner for The Revenant. Yeah. Eddie Redmayne, Eddie Redmayne same winner. She would tell Ejiofor won. Uh, he did... Yeah. yeah. Did he win that year? No. I do yeah. not know then who won. The in- other nominees in this category were Christian Bale, Bruce Dern, Leo, and Tom Hanks, and they didn't win. None of them won. So that year, it was someone won that I can't think of now for Best Actor of the Oscars who was not nominated for the BAFTA. Unless it was Tom Hanks for I Am the Captain. No, no. no. Tom Hanks didn't get an Oscar nomination. Um, okay, so it was Denzel, Daniel Day-Lewis for Lincoln. This is 2013? Uh, right? this no, is... No, I, I got the year wrong. Oh, Christ. Uh, we are just... It's 2013. It is 2013. It'd be 2013 or it'd be, uh... Okay, so here's the nominees, Pat. Okay. Hugh Jackman for Les Mis. Daniel Day-Lewis for Lincoln. Denzel Washington... Okay, I got flight. it. I got it. So Did here he it win? is. So this is who won. So in the 2013 year, yes. which is okay, the 2014 it, yeah. Oscars, it's Matthew McConaughey, Dallas Buyers Club. So he didn't get a BAFTA nomination the year he won oh, the Oscar. That's why the year didn't look yeah. like it. And Chiwetel up. for 12 Years a Slave won the BAFTA, even though. The BAFTAs listed as. 2022 this year yeah the oscars listed as 2023 exactly they got to get that okay that lined up okay. so either way that was a year where the baftas and the oscars didn't line up to the point where the oscar winner wasn't even nominated for a wait BAFTA. who won sorry matthew mcconaughey Dallas oh right, 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 right okay 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 so so in okay. these last 10 years that is the only time that they differed right colin actor. firth john dujardin and daniel day lewis also won yep that's so. That's the last thirteen years. Yeah, yeah. It is the BAFTA for Best Actor has been very accurate, very accurate for the yeah. Oscars. So, um, which is a big reason I'm the father right now. Yes, yes. You famously picked Anthony Hopkins after uh, the BAFTAs. After the BAFTAs, even though everyone thought Ch- the late Chadwick Boseman had it sewn up. Okay, so this is important. Um, so mm-hmm. I think, again, we have a great opportunity to give this to Brendan Fraser at plus 250. Or if you're a psychopath, and I know what Pat's about to say, Austin Butler at plus six. Oh, I don't think Austin Butler. Listen, I think okay. Austin Butler is, is going to win the Oscar. Movie? It's too American. Elvis does not translate to the UK. They, trans- they didn't even listen to his music because they already had the Beatles, right? Yes. The Elvis was 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 worthless in the UK, I'm assuming. Yeah. So Austin Butler's not going to win here. I think So you would say Brendan Fraser, The Whale, all your money. I would say uh, Colin Farrell, all my money. I think Really? I, yeah. I think Fraser's the one who's going to take a huge hit here when he doesn't win this. You and then think he's going to have Colin to win this. Colin Farrell's going to win the Oscar. I think that Austin Butler is going to win the Oscar. I think this is going to be a year where they differ. I think Farrell wins it here, and then Austin Butler wins the Oscar. Wow. Yeah. Um, I'll go as far as to predict this right now. I could see Colin Farrell wins the BAFTA, Brendan Fraser wins the SAG Award a week later, and Austin Butler wins the Oscar. Oh my God! I think I think I, Best Actor is going to be. You're just... dreaming. You're dreaming. All right. Okay. Who's your pick? Is it Colin Farrell or is it Frazier for the BAFTA? This... My pick is Brendan Fraser plus two fifty. Market. Wow. Kick it. 
dick it and suck it. Wow. Wow. All right. Well, let's jump over to right now. Um, maxing out on Brett and Fraser is twenty three bucks to win fifty seven bucks. Wow. Um, let's head over to one that I think we both agree is pretty doinky, but let's just go through the motion. Supporting actor nominees are Brendan Gleeson for uh, Banshees, Barry Keoghan for Banshees, Kiwi Kwan for Everything Everywhere, Eddie Redmayne, local boy, getting in for The Good Nurse, Albrecht Shook for All Quiet on the Western Front, good for him, Michael Ward, Empire of Light. Mm. So I just watched that. That's free now. It is. And that's what yeah. a, a str- we consider anything on a paid streaming service to be free. Yes. Um, yes. And I if you don't have to pay money specifically only for that one movie, yes. it's free. Yes. Um, all right. I mean, it's Kiwi Kwan. Is there any discussion that either of the no? And in fact, it's not it? even on. It's not even listed on Bovada. Um, they won't let you. Well, also the women. The supporting actress is also not listed. They just have five categories, and one of them is um, outstanding British film, mm-hmm. which is every British film that came out that you've heard of. And right. Banshees of Inisherin, obviously, it's one of them, so it will obviously win. Is there a, is there like a Guy Ritchie uh, gangster movie that is up for best British film? Uh, not that I know of. Wow. It all seems like. Just dramas, okay, and Matilda the musical. Oh wow! Just like a a fan cam filming of it from the tenth row, for sure. Uh, well, it, no, it's an actual filmed musical that came out on Netflix. Oh, okay. Good After Sun, Brian and Charles, Empire of Light, Living. Good luck to you, Leo Grand. See how they run the swimmers, the wonder. And Matilda. Those are your other categories. This well, is so, not even fun because you can't even make any money, well, even if you bet a lot. So we're missed, we haven't gone over one big category: supporting actress. Right. So the nominees are Angela Bassett for Black Panther, Hong Chow for The Whale, Carrie Condon Banshees, Dolly De Leon, Jamie Lee Curtis, and Carrie Mulligan for She Said. All right, there you go. So let me ask you because you have the. Oh, you don't have odds for this category on Bovada. No, no. So I'm curious if Angela Bassett, who is the favorite right now for the Oscar, I wonder if she is actually the favorite here for the BAFTAs. I mean, I think Carrie Condon for Banshees does have a chance of winning the BAFTA. You know? Um, I can see that, yeah. Um, I don't see why not. Right. I also I also have a fantasy of Dolly De Leon just winning in fucking Europe. Oh, I think that's very possible. I mean, Triangle of Sadness won the Palme d'Or. Europe definitely likes it more than the United States. She absolutely could win this category, even though she's not even nominated for the Oscar. And there's no opportunity to bet on it. So unless you're going to a BAFTA's party there may not be an opportunity for you to put this down. Yeah. It, um, but let's let's look at some recent years. Mm-hmm. Last year, Ariana DeBose, same. Yep. The year before that, Yunya Jung from Minari. Same. And then- Laura the Dern, that, Marriage Story, Dern, same. Rachel Weiss, The Favorite, same, right? No, that oh, was- That was, I think, then someone who was not nominated- won this category in God, fact I don't it, know how you could even remember that it is this is who won it that year i am almost positive that regina king won the the supporting actress oscar that year and wasn't nominated at the baftas that's i'm i'm pretty sure but it wasn't rachel vice for the favorite so they were different that year year before that okay, Ellis, i have it right here so um, Ryan DeBose, Union Jung, Laura Dern, Regina King. Yeah, knew yeah. it. And then Allison, Allison Janney, Janney the year before. And then uh, Viola Davis, Fiance. Viola Davis, same. Yep. Kate Winslet was Alicia Vikander. So differed that year. Patricia uh, Arquette, same. same. Lupita Nyongo, different. Yep. And Anne Hathaway, Hathaway same. Same. Octavia then, Spencer, same, same, right? And for, yeah, 
Helena Bonham Melissa Carter Leo. difference. Yeah. And then, yeah. okay, so there's a handful of differences. Yeah. Um, I would say it slightly favors the same. Yeah. Um, but not in, a, so, not in a major way. And I think that where, again, where you saw some differences, Rachel Weiss won it over Regina King in 2018. That feels like a Kerry Condon over Angela Bassett situation. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. Kate Absolutely Winslet. It won it in 2015 you know so they when it differs it does favor being you know british irish whatever and i think carrie condon is obviously british or irish do you think jamie lee curtis has a shot no she's so american it's it's the uk must be they don't even celebrate halloween over there no no it's probably called like you know, All Hallows Eve. Yeah, some BS. But um, I, I would, I would say Carrie Condon could win here. And obviously, if you can't bet on it, that's one thing. But I do think that affects the Oscar race because I think if Condon wins, to me, Angela Bassett is a weak favorite of the acting category. So I think Condon could put herself back in the Oscar race if she wins on Sunday. Okay, Pat. Yeah. You want to bet ten bucks? Sure. What are we uh, let's uh, let's just um, put our um, who, whoever we think are going to win in the categories we discussed here today. Great the person that gets the most right gets ten dollars. We famously do tied last time, which was terrible. So mm-hmm. I'm thinking maybe we double it. So we go twenty dollars. What do you think? I'm I'm in. Do we want to add any other categories? We want to add like screenplay or anything like that to just give us a more room for. I mean, here's the thing. Listen, I don't think so because we don't know. Well, I was going to say, you know, a couple of weeks ago, we had the great Mike, Mike and Oscar uh, boys on and they they when they bet amongst themselves, they bet every category They're But they're very oh, smart fuck. at this. So do yeah, we, well, let's let's go through and take out categories. OK, let's remove. Let's we'll give each other a couple of veto powers. I am vetoing. Outstanding oh, British that's film. Good. Let's get two vetoes each. Yeah. First one okay. off the bat, I'm a, a outstanding British film. Too self-serving. I don't want to deal with that. Okay. Um I think um let's let's dump Rising Star, British short animation, and British short film from even needing to use our vetoes. Done. There's a lot of categories. Yeah, yeah. Done. Okay. So, um, I am going to say casting. Okay. You get rid of casting. Yeah. What the fuck? All right. That's not even an Oscar category. I'm going to get rid of outstanding debut by a British writer. Yeah. Good call. Um... Um, Film not in the English language is foreign film, so that's an Oscar. So obvious that's going to be all quiet. Mm -hmm. So there's nothing to do there. Um, let's say I'm gonna uh, I'm gonna take out original score. Okay. Yeah. All right. So then I think then we have taken out outstanding British film debut by British writer director score casting and then rising star british short film british short animation we'll do okay, every so category we'll, we'll, other than that we'll put this up uh where we put stuff up yeah with patreon whatever twitter uh before the baftas and we'll have some fun what a good that's a good little goof for 20 yeah. bucks i love it um okay and you can bet it gives you a way to bet because you have no way yes you gotta bet on everything well, so, this is exciting. Um, mm-hmm. Pat, do you want to cover any possible Oscar stories? Is there anything that you've heard, anything moving around? So I can tell you where some some odds have changed. Here's the, the, and I sent you this before we got on air, something very interesting happened uh, this past weekend at an Oscar luncheon, and it was filmed by someone who attended the luncheon, Steven Spielberg. Oh, yeah. Hugged Tom Cruise, big hug, and they they were very emotional in this hug. And towards the end, at the end of the hug, Steven Spielberg looked at Tom Cruise and he said, 
you know you saved the movie business, right? And Tom Cruise has taken it, and Spielberg said, Maverick saved theatrical. You saved the movie business. And this is all over Twitter. This video is blowing up. It's as viral as it gets. And here's something that I think could be a takeaway of this. I think this could really help Top Gun Maverick's chances to win Best Picture at the Oscars. I think it really does affect the race. Spielberg looked at Tom Cruise and said that Maverick saved the movie business. That is huge. That is huge. Um, Sure. Um, You know, I think it's like funny. It's like thanking your, uh, your neighbor for... Uh, putting an addition on his house that raised, you know, the the price of your house in the neighborhood, or you know, something like that. Because it's like this is so just like a group of eight guys that may that have made movies for forty years, being like, "Thank you, you're the guy who did it this year." But you know what? If that neighborhood was voting on best neighbor, they may have voted for the guy who raised their property values, and that's what Tom Cruise did for everyone who. Is in the yeah. academy, you know. I see what you're saying. It's not. It's not for pl- the us. It's not for about. us. We're not. Ma- listen, we're huh. making money off a of podcast. We're not making money off of vi- f- uh, films right now. But the people yeah. who vote for the Oscar make money off of films. It's so rare that you know someone changes my mind. Mm-hmm. But you've done it mm-hmm. five times this episode. Yeah. You're a, a mental giant, and I want. You to get more credit. Yeah. Well, that's why I'm on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. For sure. So, listen, I don't think this means Maverick is the front runner for Best Picture, huh? But I do think Maverick's Best Picture chances are completely about its box office and the fact that it did uh, uh, bring all these audiences to the movie theaters. And I think Spielberg saying this and the video going viral is going to affect some votes for the Academy mm. Awards. Okay. We'll see what it means. Okay. Uh, and, and what category do you think? In Best Picture. I mean, In I think that's picture. that's the one where Maverick, you know, it's. I mean, it's the biggest one Maverick's nominated for. I think it, it gives it a leg up on stuff like Tar, and it kind of takes the Fablemans out. Spielberg's basically telling people, vote for Maverick. Well, if that by that logic, uh, then Andrea Riseborough is going to win Best Actress. I mean, which is also what we have been saying is a possibility. <laughs> well, I just wanted people to hear it again. If Spielberg, listen, if there's another Oscar luncheon in the next couple of weeks and Spielberg hugs Andrea Riseborough and says, you saved theatrical, to Leslie saved theatrical, I mean, that's huge. That's the show. BAFTAs are this weekend. PGAs are this weekend. Should we put our PGA bets in uh, the same bet as our BAFTA bets? I don't Should think we add that, the three PGA bets. Uh, oh, they're not different. Yeah, let, let's just stick with just BAFTAs. That's what we're putting okay. our twenty dollar okay. bet on. Okay. All right. Well, that is the Show Me the Money podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. Uh, check out that NASCAR show. Check out our Patreon. Uh, check out the SGPN Discord and. Um, Bo boys, give us a send us an email. Mm-hmm. Don't we have an email, Pat? What is that? I mean, we have personal email addresses. I'm no, not we have sure. a, the Show Me the Money podcast at Gmail. We'll we'll throw it in the show notes once we confirm we'll exactly what it is. Notes. We'll throw it okay. in the show notes. Um, Thanks, everybody. That's it. And listen to the XFL podcast as long as it lasts. Oh, and listen to Fraudsters. And listen to and this week's episode of uh, Entry Level with Brooks Whelan because it's just me and Brooks. Beautiful. 